So it's a great joy to be here, okay? And uh, it's a great joy to bring the word of God. Uh, while I was preparing uh, in the afternoon, actually even the word pulling down is not right. It's destroying. The word used in 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 4 is the word destroying, not pulling down. So if you're destroying, then it's destroyed, right? Then comes the creation. So it's destroying. If you change the title of this sermon, destroying and creating. Not pulling down and building up, but destroying and creating. So why am I sharing about trust to begin with? Because that is what was pulled down. Trust. Look at the churches today. Because what God is looking for, who is God looking for? He's looking for a, are you ready? Not worshippers, as you get in, yeah? Worshippers, yes. But listen to me what I'm saying. Those who worship him in spirit and in truth. And that relates around faith. That relates around trust. I don't worship a God whom I don't have a relationship with. I don't worship a God who I do not know. Listen, the Bible teaches us very, very clearly if you read Hebrews 11. By faith, what did God do? Created the worlds. Yes or no? By faith. And then in verse 6 of Hebrews 11, it says, without faith, it is impossible to, I'm not talking of worship, not talking of even reading the Bible. He's not even talking, these are not my notes, so don't worry. He's not even talking about prayer, why you're going to church? Going to church? Have you got that word? He is saying without faith. Why, beloved? Because that is the way he began everything. And if we want to enter into what he began and walk with him, it's walking by faith and not by sight. So I want to destroy this concept of religion. The first thing I would do, thank you. The first thing I want to do is to destroy. So the first thing is I want to remove certain things, not pull them down, destroy it. And one of them, major one, is religion. Unless I fast and pray and worship and go to church. Ah, yeah, read the Bible. Now, these are all elementary. Here's another good one. Unless I tithe, I will not be blessed. Now, this, this doesn't get you off the hook of tithing, okay? That is something we lost in COVID. We lost a whole thing, a whole lot of things. It was destroyed. 
And so why should I tithe? I've got to look after myself. I've got medical bills. I've got this. I've got that. Now, Pastor John didn't ask me to preach on this, okay? But trust. I've got to save. I've got to look after certain things. So I don't, I'm not going to give it. God will understand, yeah? That's the grace teaching. Hello? God will understand. I want you to know this. That's a mindset of legalism. So another thing I want to destroy, legalism. I do not need to tithe. At all. Why? Because he's already blessed me with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. Where are they? But hey, listen. The reason I tithe is because tithing attracts the blessing that is in. It brings it down to me, which is there. So I tithe. I don't stop giving. These are all mindsets that have been created as strongholds. We're looking at strongholds today because I want to create emotionally stable and emotionally strong churches. So what does the Bible teach us? A rich young ruler comes to Jesus. Now remember the text is in Mark chapter 10. The context is within from verse 15 where he's talking about children. They don't have a theology. They have a faith. And what is their faith? Let me just go and enjoy. It doesn't matter. God is pleased with that attitude. So he comes up to Jesus. He comes and he says, the rich young ruler, what must I do to have eternal life? Jesus says this, this, this. He throws the religion at him. Throws the law at him. <laughs> this man says, oh, I have done all this. Now comes one thing you lack. Go sell all you have. Come follow me. And the man went away. Come on. Sad. So much so that it disturbed the disciples. And then Jesus says something. He says, so difficult for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God than a camel to go through the eye of a needle. What was lacking? Trust. The man, see, this is a stronghold. Where you put your trust in the time of trouble is your stronghold. There are more definitions which I have on stronghold because I want you to get this today. But I want to bring you the positiveness of stronghold. There's a good stronghold as well. Look at this. If you turn your Bibles to Proverbs 21 verse 22 says, A wise man scales the walls of the 
city and he brings down the trust of the stronghold. So whom are we before God? What are we doing? Worshipping. Now here's worship. Not just for you and for me and for us to have that, hey, charismatic, oozy-goozy bumps. All good. Praise God. I get goosebumps. When it's especially cold, I get more. <laughs> but we are worshipping a God. And we are declaring to this God. That's why we sang that song, right? You are faithful. And your faithfulness will never let me down. I may not have today. But he is the God of the present. He is the God of the future. And my prayer is give me this day. What is even tomorrow? Did you know that? That's why faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things. Evidence beloved. But you know what's happening? We have these gods that we have raised up. So what is a stronghold? I already, defended, I already defined one of them. One definition is that a stronghold is built not yesterday or today. Has been built right through our lives. It is what we trust in the day of trouble. You will know your stronghold. If you go into your reading as well in 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 4 and 5, you would see that it is not destroying the devil. It is destroying strongholds. And these strongholds were built from the time we were conceived in our mother's womb. Education, religion, parenting, whatever, built strongholds. The way we handle money. Have you heard this? And that's also quoted from the Bible. The love of money is the root of all evil. You have heard that, right? Some say the money is not the root. No, no, no. Love of money. You have heard that, right? Let me tell you something. That's taken out of context and it's not teaching us. You're not teaching yourself proper. If you don't love money, let me tell you something. Hello? If you love something, you'll protect it. You'll care for it. You'll use it, not abusively, but you will use it in the right way for the right things, for the proper things. So don't get into this religious thought. No, no, no. Well, Pastor John spoke about poverty spirit. That's another stronghold, yeah? Where did it come from? Oh, you know, the more you're humble, the more you're content. And they quote the Bible, I'm telling you. But the same people who teach this are growing rich. This is amazing, man. Which person in this room doesn't like to be rich? It has come through the religious channels and have caused our thing. Why did that man not want to sell all he had? Do you think Jesus wants us to sell all we have and come follow him like a naked prayer? 
No, beloved. Because he wants us to receive the abundance of heaven rather than our own ways of making things. If I have my hands like this in a fist, I'll hit somebody, but I'll never receive. I've got to release. Freely you have received, freely give. Because the more you give, the more you receive. God wants us to have more than we can ask or imagine. Pull the stronghold down of poverty. Destroy it. Don't allow it to rule your thinking. When did this come? At some point of time in your life. But we are still living in it. And it says, destroy, destroy this stronghold. How do I destroy? By trusting in God who said, when you seek my kingdom and my righteousness, all these things will be, will be, will be, will be added, not given, added. That means what you have will increase. Okay, so here's another stronghold. I can't. I'm not worthy. I'm a sinner. I'm not worthy is a terribly powerful stronghold. Where did that come from? Religion. Shall I show you? In Luke chapter 15, you have this young man returning to his father. What are his words? He says, I will go back to my father and I will say to him, I am not worthy. Treat me like one of your servants. Young man is going back to his father who is waiting to forgive him and receive him and embrace him with this stronghold in his thinking. I am not worthy. How many of you have that? I'm not worthy before my God because I have done this and I have done that. And sometimes even the church makes me feel that. The way they look. Ah, that one. Oh, yeah. Looks can kill. So let me say this to you. Strongholds are a belief system that has developed in time. And from there, this little thought of mine hides... And then it fights. So something happens to me, tuck, it comes out. Then it goes back again. Something will trigger it off. Beloved, when we are in Christ, trials trigger triumph. So what does Nahum chapter 1 verse 7 say? The Lord is... What is our statement of faith? The Lord is good. So COVID, what is our statement of faith? The Lord is good. It is in the time of trial where you can rejoice in the Lord, yeah? James chapter 1. Philippians chapter 4. Rejoice in the Lord. And again I say, and again I say, oh, but how to brother? 
what are you saying pastor husband lost the job he says rejoice rejoice that your husband lost the job no rejoice in this good god he's a what god he's a good god and he becomes a stronghold to whom those who trust in him he's a god who's able to do more than i can ask or imagine imagination pull it down it says there in second corinthians 10:5 destroy that imagination that vain imagination you know what it is doing it is going above god himself it's not listen it's not the knowledge of god everybody has a knowledge of god yeah everybody everybody believes in god everybody believes that he is they they name the different gods also no problem but they believe in god it is not about the knowledge of god it is about what that knowledge gives you in order to trust in that god i close with this is that okay first of all destroy those go back home i can't destroy i won't destroy i destroy my own strongholds i can't destroy your strongholds i don't want to get into your fight i will teach you how to do it so destroy it go back home write it out and against each of those strongholds write a stronghold of the goodness of god write out your testimony forget not all his write it down and every day proclaim it declare it remember it repeat it remember it repeat it confess it affirm it is the only way you can do it the word of god the word of god so take the word and use it and destroy these strongholds then lift up don't destroy and stay there hey hey i've destroyed it hey listen they come back worse seven times replace it remember then remove it and through repetition replace it justify the antichrist is not jesus neither the devil the antichrist is not the false prophet the antichrist is anything that is against the anointed it is antichrist not anti jesus it is not anti god it is antichrist christ means the anointed you are the anointed anyone against you is an antichrist any thought that is not of god is an antichrist pull it destroy it and rise up to be the christ you are and grow strong in the strength of the lord yield your thinking surrender your body and your thinking renew it every day romans chapter 12 by the word of god by the spirit of god by the communion you have with one another i bless you and i speak life everybody over there internationally my beautiful universal church i speak life to you life global i speak life to you whether it be a heart issue whether it be a pancreas issue whether it be kidney whether it be liver 
whatever is a part of your body that is not functioning right now. I speak, and at the sound of my voice, you be healed. You be reconciled. You be made whole. Love you. God bless you. Thank you for the opportunity.